You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. So I had a, a moment of normalcy last week. It was fantastic. What does that feel like anymore? You know, it, it's so odd. But as soon as I, I just had a silly grin on my face the whole time. So um, I, I'm going to introduce something new into our, our culture. It's a w- phrase. Maybe I'm I hopefully not making it up. But anyways, I'm calling it a micro gathering. Okay. Micro being small gathering, obviously more than a person. What so if you're blah, all blah, doing blah. sports and everyone does like the hand rave, is it a micro wave? <laughs> Stupid, stupid. Thank you, folks. I'll be here all day. <laughs> I'm Travis. That's Bill of Known Legacy. How you guys and doing? And sorry you had to listen to that. No, no, no. So um, uh, some friends of ours uh, from the church plant, um, they're like, hey, listen, you know what? We're, we're tired of this. Um, we have a fire pit in the backyard. We know it's 100 degrees out, but why don't you guys come on over, your wife and you, come on over, and we're just going to have drinks around the fire pit and just talk, right? Enjoy some life. Just enjoy life. No masks. We're going to social distance. It'll be great. And the four of us sat around that fire pit for three and a half hours, just talking and laughing and sharing and reflecting. And it was like, it was amazing. Nice. And as my wife and I drove home, I was like, sweetheart, we need to have a micro gathering every single week for the sake of normalcy and just do it. So we got one coming up tomorrow night. We're really excited about, again, fire pit in the backyard. And it's just one other couple. And we're just going to hang out, do some drinks, and talk and connect like humans are intended to connect. I love like, the term micro-gathering. Yeah. I love it. You know? And in the church, we always like to do planning for the big gatherings, you know? And we kind of yeah. gear success for like, oh, we got so many people. But I think in this current time and age, it's it's not a matter of how many people show up. It's maybe how many different small groups of individuals you have a chance to connect with one-on-one um, or in a couple setting. Because it just, I'm telling you, man. It breathed life into us. And we talked about nothing important, but everything was important. It was it was yeah. fantastic. I loved it. Well, it feels like quality over quantity. Right, right, right. You know, like right. you got deep. You had a great time. But when I mean deep, you weren't like, okay, let me tell you, tell me about your greatest fear when you were four years old. But it was more just like, man, I am known spiders. by people. There's yeah, Still spiders. Still spiders. I, I hate spiders. It's, it, clown snakes. <laughs> Clown snakes. You see those two? I hate clown snakes. They were scary looking, but but I, I I there's something valuable about that. I don't know. I just I, I feel like there's this this idea of we've been talking about it for a long time to be known and to know others, and that's the core of who we are. We want to be known. We want to know that we can be safe with someone. When I mean safe, to go, man, you know my heart, right. and you're not like oh, like take this, you know. And again, our 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 society as a whole is completely devoid of that. Right. When we post something and someone posts a rebuttal and they don't know each other, they don't they don't see their face and their you know their their, their voice inflection and their and their eyes. And we've we we we've we've divorced ourselves from the fact that that's a reality. So I think that I love what you're saying. And and I think we're seeing it in the tone of a lot of guys right now. Yeah, yeah. In like, our society, like you know, you go all the way back to the creation story, and you look and what was the first one of the things that God says is like, it's not good for man to be alone. And he, so we're wired from the very beginning to be in community. We are designed to be able to pick up on people's micro expressions, not just from their nose up, because there's really not a lot that's going on there. It's the well, for me, there's not a lot going on from the <laughs> nose up. So <laughs> it's the entire face. It's the smiles. It's the smirk. It's all of the ways that we communicate with each other non-verbally in that little four inches between your nose and your chin that we are absolutely starving for. 
And I think that's what we want to encourage guys to, to, to do is, yeah. is like, we understand there's a seed like inside of us of isolation. We yeah, understand yeah. that when things are hard, we like to go to the cave. We like to figure it out. We understand that sometimes, um, you know, it, it's just easier to go by yourself and go fishing and go alone. I get that. But there is a season also where we are called to leave the cave and re-engage with other people. And so what we're saying is like, it is time to squash the seed. It is time to put it out. It is time to look and say, you're not alone in this battle. It's not a political battle. Stop it. It's, it's a human battle and we have to learn how to reconnect with each other and, and laugh with each other again and, and cry with each other again and realize we were made for each other yeah. Not to do this thing alone. And, and we're not talking about the introvert who said, I need time to recharge and read a book and be alone. They are That's so not. recharged right now. They, yeah. are, they, are, they are so recharged. They are the little energizer bunny just like, I can drum this thing for days. You well, know? yeah, but even then, like, it's this idea that, okay, there's nothing wrong with getting recharged, but I think there's this idea of stopping and going, okay, I play a valuable role in, in, in the placement of society that God has put me in. I am a piece of the puzzle that if I'm not there, there is a gap. There's a real right. gap. And that doesn't mean we are, oh, without you, the linchpin of the world is gone. It's no, God has cast on you this value that you are, again, like we say, a masterpiece, fearfully and wonderfully, that, that you have a role to play. And we forget that, especially it's been forgotten over the last, I, I, you know, last night we were all talking and somewhere along the line, we forgot about April and May. Yeah. Like it just was gone. <laughs> we're like, wait, where did April and May? Like, I remember March. I don't remember April at all. Pajamas defined May. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the summer was here. And we're like, what happened? Yeah. And so so it's we've been, been in this for almost six months. Right. And what's crazy is if, it, 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 you know, again, we can talk about it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but here's the reality. If it's absent from our lives, you have very real mental and emotional challenges and issues that start to creep in. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, a study, um, they released the numbers for May uh, from Houston. And year over year, there was an increase of 40% of suicides in Houston year over year in the month of May. And the only thing they can account that to is people are terrified and people are isolating and we were not made to be in isolation. Bad things happen mentally and emotionally to us when we live life. So we got to crush the seed we got to crush the seed before it takes root, yeah. and we don't know how to live any other way. Yeah, and I think I think because of the uncertainty of life, we're just not sure what to do. And then, and then, oh, I'm going to try and connect with people. So then we open our phones <laughs> and we go to the false environment of Facebook and Instagram of the one second pictures and the perfect poses or the over opinionated. I love the picture you just showed me about a dam that's like blowing up. <laughs> like, I'm not supposed to share my opinion, but and it's like blowing up, and I'm like, and so people don't. He- they're not hearing things on there. They're just responding. Right. And so we need to get back to this reality that man, we are feeling alone. And you know, we noticed this as we mean you were talking about uh, Elijah. Right. And and if you look if you look in the scriptures in First Kings 18, you know this is before. If you don't know the story. Um, the whole idea is Elijah was confronting the prophets of Baal. We've talked about this story before here, but there's a really cool little part that I noticed as I was reading it again. So here he is in front of 450 prophets of Baal, this entire area of people that are like, I'm going to come watch this thing. And they're cutting <laughs> themselves in. But Elijah in verse 22 um, says, okay, so and, and don't miss Elijah. Well, no, no, no. You're going to get there. No, go you're good. It. Okay. Yeah. But, but you know, in verse 22, it says, then Elijah said to the people, 
I, even I only am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450. And so then he goes, okay, let, let's get two bulls to be given to us and let them choose one bull. And he goes on to, to kind of go through this, let's call it a competition of whose God is, is real. Yeah. And, you know, and the story goes and he, and he therefore finds that God is real and kills the prophets And of everyone Baal. there has to acknowledge that his God, the God of Israel, Yahweh, is the real God because of what he does there. Yes. But the seed that you see at the very beginning of that is he acknowledges you got 450 people in this obnoxious situation, Well, and I'm alone. Yeah. I'm alone. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you see the seed that's birthed there. And then what happens is the, the, the God shows up, he he sets fire to the offering um the prophets of baal all get slaughtered yeah. literally killed at that yeah. point and you, you gotta imagine this is a mountaintop spiritual experience for him and the next thing 24 hours later you find he's under a broom tree in the middle of a desert a day's journey from where he was at and he's ready to give up he wants to die and, and at the heart of it when him and god finally have a conversation 40 days later at the very heart of it elijah's comment to god is god i'm alone yeah, and I love like, it. I, I can't do this. I'm alone, and it's killing me. And I see a lot of people I know. I mean, no. So here, me and you are both in in what we would define as vocational full time ministry. I don't believe there's not one person who is a follower of Christ who is not in ministry, um, but we're in vocational full time ministry. And there's a loneliness to that. That's not a war wound for us to say, but there's a feeling of this. And so there's this idea um, that it's hard sometimes to reach out to people. But I, but I, Elijah in First Kings 19. I'm gonna read a couple of verses to you. He said. This is after, you know, he, so he, 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 he's honest with God. God makes him cake and, you know, that kind of stuff. And he falls asleep again. He makes him some bread, you know, he gets up, goes out. He makes him a seven layer of cake. Oh, that'd be awesome. Red velvet. It was fantastic. Hallelujah. (laughs) That's where worship exists. And so, and so he's in this cave and God comes and talks. And after all of this, it was, there was a fire, there was an earthquake, there was all this stuff. And then there's a still small voice and God comes in. And then he said, what are you doing here, Elijah? And in verse 14, he said, I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And God said to him, and I could just imagine God going, okay, like you done having your fit really quick. Go return on your way to, to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you arrive, you shall anoint uh, Hazael to be king over Syria, and Jehu, the son of Nimshi, you shall anoint to be king over Israel, and Elijah, the son of Shaphat, to do it. Abel, Abomehola. Wow, I just butchered that one. <laughs> you shall anoint to be prophet in your place, and the one who escapes from the sword of Hazel shall. So Jehu put to death, and the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elijah put to death. And so he's saying all this stuff. This is the things you're going to do. He said, Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and everyone that has not kissed him. So basically, he's like, Go do your job. By the way, there's 7,000 other people like you right. who feel alone. The silent. Silent majority—I wouldn't say majority—but yeah. there's a silent group of people who are scared for their lives, but they're not giving in to the pressures of society to turn yeah. and to betray their God. And you're so so. Let's say this: you're not alone out there. For one thing, you got two other guys who feel alone sometimes. Like, let's be honest: me and you have felt alone All by myself. Everybody hurts. <laughs> Sorry, we're just going to throw out 90s stuff now. Um, and so, so, any, so we have this idea that we are lied to by the great deceiver, the enemy, who right now, if you're listening to this, you know that you've been deceived, that you are alone. 
because the enemy wants you to believe that you're alone. There's no one else that's that's out there that, that even cares about you. Right. We do this podcast because we care about you guys. Right. So there's t- at least two people who don't have it all together and who feel alone, you know, at themselves. And I think what I've noticed in all this with Elijah is that way before he cast this out, there was a seed, just like you said in First Kings 18, where in the midst of him pursuing after God, and he's like, I feel alone. Yeah. And, and I've overlooked that so many times, but I noticed that today. So when you say squash the seed, that's what we want to do today. We want to squash the seed in your thought that you are alone in this because you are not. Right. God right. has something. God has something great for you, and so, so I think what we need to do is how do we move from being alone to being proactive to realizing others feel the same way. Right. So if you're a dad and you're a husband, you can trick yourself saying, "Well, I'm not alone. I have my wife and my kids, and we've been together since March, and we have not had a moment apart." Right. And that's good. And those are important relationships, absolutely. But God has designed us for more than just that. And I think it's the important question is like, "Where's your brotherhood?" Who are you taking time to invest in? Yeah. How are you connecting with them on a micro scale? Are you going golfing with them? Or are you going to top golf with them? Are you just hanging out on the back porch with a fire pit? Social distancing and everything else, or not social distancing, whatever, but are you intentionally investing time into those relationships to be reminded that you're not alone? And yeah. I think that's the important thing. Like, who's your brotherhood? Who are the guys that you're hanging out with? We did a, so our, our men's group hasn't been able to meet forever. And one of the guys has five or six acres and a little creek that runs through his backyard. And he's like, hey, why don't we have all the guys over at the backyard? Again, a fire pit. Like, I think, I think more church plants and more churches need fire pits. Yeah. Like, I just, I feel like men's ministry is designed for fire pits. You know, whether it be barbecue fire pits or it be like actual fire pits. Anyways, yeah. there's like six of us sitting around this fire pit, right? All distance. And we talked for two and a half, three hours, laughed. Um, and it, it was so good and refreshing to just see the flow of conversation as it happens. None of us really know each other that well. But it was like one guy would say something. We'd talk about it for 5, 10, 15 minutes. And then someone else would say something. We'd chase that rabbit trail. And someone else would do. And it was just, again, this life of like, oh, my gosh, we're laughing with each other. We're laughing at each other. And it, it was just life-giving. And yeah. I think that's that's the heart of this is like, and here's the deal. We, we can be guys that wait for others to do it and we can just join them. Absolutely. Yeah. Some of us, though, and this that are listening to this are the ones that God is calling, like Elijah, to be the prophets, to step into the awkward, to step into the places that no one else is willing to step into and put a fire pit there and say, I am going to create a space, a sacred space where guys can connect and talk about everything and talk about nothing, but just be reminded they're not alone and how desperately we need that in our culture today. So I would say right now where you are, if you feel alone, you need to use this as a point that God is telling you that someone else feels alone. I remember one, well, a long time ago we, were, we would feel like we were discouraged. And, and one, of our, one, one of my favorite people at, at my old church, her name is Janice, and she would say, she would say, when I feel discouraged, all that, God, all that God is telling me is that someone else feels discouraged and I need to encourage them. Oh, so she puts that brilliant. mark in. So, so if you feel alone, all that is is God saying, there's someone else that feels alone, but I'm putting that on your heart so that you go, God, bring, to some, bring someone to mind. Right. And so, so if you feel alone, know that God's speaking to you about others who are alone. And then the next step is not just to go, okay, I'm alone. Uh, I'm going to put on Netflix and watch something. It's make the call. Make the text. Go walk over to your neighbor. Na- Put if, something on the calendar. Yes. Yeah. Be proactive at that moment. Don't 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 sit and wail in that. Like, you know, Elijah, man after God's heart, really was like he w- just watched God do a great thing, and he's like, "But I'm alone." And so it 
it, it's not separate. It is those who are following the Lord are going to feel alone, but God goes, I'm nudging your heart to make the call. So at that moment, you bow your head and say, God, bring someone to mind that, that might be alone. And then send the, a text or make that phone call right now. Right. Right now. And the next thing I keep feeling, like as you're talking, is we don't make it complicated. You don't have to make it complicated. You don't have to go, no. hey, uh, brother, I'd like to do an uh, eight-week Bible study with you. It's just, <laughs> hey, why don't you come over? Let's hang out on my back porch. Hey, um, I mean, again, if a guy calls me and says, hey, I'd like to hang out, I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not hard. So, hey, you want to come over and hang out? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? I don't, nothing. Yeah. I'm good. And so don't make it complicated. Like, oh, well, I'm not a Bible teacher. I'm like, we didn't ask you that. You're a human being who's a follower of Jesus right. who has something to offer these people. And that may just be being known. Well, and I think the, the purpose of that, that fire pit, um, not to beat a dead horse, but it's the idea of there's something else going on that allows a conversation. Like two women are gifted to have conversation just about the conversation. Guys need something in between that to facilitate a conversation. So it could be you have a, a project at the house that you need to get done, and you know you could get it done yourself. Absolutely. it's You're skilled enough to do it. But there's something about getting a guy or a handful of guys to come and help you that that thing in the middle creates the space for guys to actually talk and connect. So I don't care if you're building a fence. I don't care if you're doing some landscaping. Don't do it alone. Find a guy that will come over and help you and realize that that is more important than the actual task at hand, right? Yeah. That's the same thing yes, that the fire yes, pit yes. does. That's what golf does. That's what bowling does. It's the idea of that there's an activity that's in the space between us that allows us to actually connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you know, Galatians 6.2 says, bear one another burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Our goal, one of our goals as children of God is to bear one another's burdens. And that does not mean having to walk in and go, I've got the answers. That is truly going oh, let me help you. Let me just come alongside you because you're going to bear my burden as I bear yours. So I keep coming back to squash the seed, make the fire, and then fill the void. Mm. And you have this opportunity to say, this is my time. Men of God right now, in the loneliest of lonelies, that most guys uh, that I know are checking out of everything. When I mean that, like even online, it's like they're not like going on. Or if they are, they're quickly searching and getting off. The news <laughs> has destroyed everyone's mindset of, of reality. Right. Um, and so, so people are just kind of retreating and they want community. I, I was just with a couple guys this weekend. We were, we went to the dump, we did a dump run them and they're like, they're, and they're like, Hey, do you have some stuff that we can pick up? I'm like, yeah, can I come with you? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. can I just go? So we just went for for a little while and you know, man, just the refreshing idea of the nasty smelling, whatever it was, it was terrible, but, but it was just the idea of. I'm throwing out trash with guys. We're smashing mugs on the ground. And, you know, it was awesome. And it was just. You tapped into your junior high self and you're like, let's break stuff. I mean, someone took, we we took this giant, like, uh, metal fireplace and, like, and it dented. And we're like, yeah. So so it's just this idea of guys getting together. And that, that may hold us out to go, people know me. People care, you know. So I think it's that, guys. To, to know that, that your loneliness is not to impact your identity to say, I'm lonely. It's for you to go, God, you're putting this on my heart for a reason. What do I do with it? Right. You know? Right. I love it. I love those three things. Squash the seed, build the fire, fill the void. Yeah. That is fantastic. So, guys, some of you guys are called to respond when someone gets a, a, sends you a text message or a phone call. Others of you are the ones that are called to initiate that conversation, initiate that micro-gathering, and do what needs to be done in our culture because we are called to lead, not just to follow, and so lead in the way that God would have it. Love it, guys. And, you know, in the midst of what we do at Known Legacy, we want you to know that we want to continue to impact families, guys, moms, families, because we believe people are made for more. 
and part of that is is connecting with us on a constant basis. We're starting things this fall, more of a an, uh, of, a, of an email newsletter kind of update to encourage you on a more constant basis. Correct. So what we'd love you to do is get out your phones right now and email info at knownlegacy.org. Yep. Send us your name and your and your email address. Yep. And then do us a favor, send us your friend's name and your email address. Some somebody that you know that would benefit from what we're doing here and share this with them. But share uh, share with us their email address. Right. By the end of September our goal is to have a thousand email addresses. We want to make sure that we're doing this. And so we need your help to do this to make this a reality. So uh, so guys get on there, info at knownlegacy.org, send us your your email and your name. And then a friend's email and a friend's name who could benefit from what we're doing here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, check us out on Instagram, uh, Known Legacy. Facebook, always. Um, and if you can, go to uh, Apple iPod or uh, uh, podcasts or wherever you listen to this. Give us a five-star rating if you so inclu- uh, choose. And uh, continue sharing, get the word out. And uh, we are for you. You guys have a great week. God bless. Thanks for listening to By Dads, For Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.